$50 million to upgrade domestic oil refineries to increase fuel security if it wins next month's federal election. Amanda Kopp reports from the campaign trail. The Prime Minister has started the morning in Western Sydney at a local manufacturing plant. Today he will announce plans to upgrade domestic oil refineries, allowing them to make high-grade petroleum needed for higher efficiency motor engines. But it hasn't all been smooth sailing for Mr Morrison. You're a disgrace! You are a disgrace! Confronted at a private function overnight, the man is a strong supporter of the Labor Party on his social media accounts. Mr Morrison now leaves New South Wales for an interstate destination. The Greens have taken aim at both major parties' climate policies, leader Adam Bant launching his election campaign at the National Press Club. Central to the party's campaign is a push for dental to be included in Medicare. Mr Bant says it will help many Australians struggling with the high cost of living. Each year, over 2 million Australians avoid going to the dentist because they can't afford it. If you can't afford to see a dentist when you need to, the problems just get worse. People who avoid going to the dentist then face higher costs, increased risk of heart disease and they can face social isolation. It's a social justice issue as well as being a health issue. He also took aim at both the Coalition and Labor's energy and climate policies, calling for coal-fired power stations to be closed as soon as possible. And he believes there is a real possibility there will be a hung parliament, leaving the Greens with the balance of power. The Reserve Bank of New Zealand has raised the nation's official cash rate by 50 basis points in an attempt to fight inflation. Most economists believe the Reserve Bank would opt for a 25 basis point rise, as it has done at its past three meetings. But it defied expectations, instead raising the rate from 1% to 1.5%. With consumer price index inflation at nearly 6% and rising, the RBNZ Governor Adrian Orr has taken the view inflation needs to be reined in now. It's been revealed two people allegedly threatened Shadow Home Affairs Minister Christina Keneally with serious harm. Court documents show a 29-year-old man and a 41-year-old woman who were charged last month allegedly threatened the Labor senator on social media last year. The man was charged with threatening to cause harm to a Commonwealth public official, while the woman was charged with using a carriage service to menace, harass or cause offence. Both face several years in prison if convicted. Turning to sport, Penrith Panthers coach and captain Ivan and Nathan Cleary have re-signed with the NRL club in a monster deal, which will keep the father and son duo there for the next five years. Ivan Cleary was already contracted for next season, but he's extended his deal until the end of the 2027 season. Son Nathan says he didn't want to go anywhere else. It's home for me now. It's um... It's an unbelievable place, unbelievable club, and to be able to sign on longer for here, it's, yeah, it means everything to me and also my family. Um, to play with guys that I've grown up with and they've become my best mates, to do that for longer now and yeah, just be a part of this community, it's, it's pretty special. And Andrew McDonald has been rewarded for an impressive interim stint with a four-year contract to coach the Australian men's cricket team. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation.
Yeah, let's go. Go on the weather. Welcome to Live 90.5, the live the butterfly with Mario Beckes. And let's go now. Share the weather. What's going to be current temperatures are 19.3 degrees and maximum is going to be 21 degrees. It says 70% chance of rain. Is it true or not? I don't know, but let's go hope it's going to stay nice and sunny. Let's go take it now. The music number and we introduce our guest. My name is Mario Beckes. Welcome to Live. A live debate with Mario Beckes and uh, time to listen to some music. Estate agents understand that selling your home is one of the most important financial decisions you'll ever make. With award-winning teams in the hills, their service goes above and beyond any other to create great results and lifelong relationships to deliver the best possible result. Brett Humby of McGrath Estate Agents will unlock value in your home you never knew existed. To realise more and experience the McGrath Advantage with Brett Humby, head to mcgrath.com.au or search Brett Humby today. Station sponsor. Learn something new in 2022 with the Parramatta College. Term 2 courses are open for enrolment and include business and work skills, computer skills, leisure and lifestyle, languages. The Parramatta College also offer New South Wales government funded courses. Eligibility criteria applies. Improve your personal and professional development with an award winning community college. Enroll today at the Parramatta College. Call 9687 2072. That's 9687 2072. Or visit parramattacollege.edu.au Station sponsor. Forget fighting cancer. Let's outsmart it. Figure out cancer's next move before it has a chance to play it. We're finishing off cancer with science and smarts. Giving the brightest brains on earth the tools they need to outsmart it. 
Cassa may think that it's clever, but together, we're smarter. Help the Australian Cancer Research Foundation outsmart cancer for good. Donate now at acrf.com.au. Hey, welcome back to the studio. You're listening line 90.5 live in the battlefield with Mario Beckers. And I have two amazing guests today in the studio with me, no doubt. So, first of all, I'd like to say, everybody, welcome on Wednesday, 2 to 4 p.m. in a new old format, Mario Becker's radio show, Live the Battlefield. And I'd like to introduce my very first guest. Well, we all have a story about life, no question asked. Childhood, parents, first love. Then our life story become more complex. School, first job, marriage, obstacles, life thrown right, left, right and center. But somehow we're pushing forward. We're going towards our dreams, our goals, and try to reach our expectations. The difference between all of us, it is that desire to achieve more, to do more, and after all, to fulfill our dreams. Today, I have tremendous pleasure and honor to introduce my first guest, on the radio show live, the Butterfield, amazing human, mother, and professional Rania Shashasti. I'm hoping I pronounced that surname good. So why she's an amazing human? Simply she left her home, Sudan, at the age year nine, age of nine, and yet she learned to adopt, improvise, and move forward towards her goals. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome today on Live the Butterfield and my first guest, Rania. Rania, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mario. Thank you for having me on. So, Rania, tell me something. How's your day so far? My day is busy. Yeah. Um, I woke up. I'm alive that I woke up. Yes. Um, my kids are with me. It's school holidays, which is fantastic. I've actually got my daughter here with me, and I can see her jumping around and about, which is fantastic. <laughs> no, I can see her. She's she's jumping left, right, and center <laughs> on the window, so she's with us. Eh? Yeah. Um, so, Rania, I'd like to say thank you for coming today. I truly appreciate your time and, and effort to come today with us. And it's time for us to discover who is Rania. But, Rania, as I mentioned in my introduction, why amazing human? After all, we all are amazing in something, for something. But after all, we are not all reaching our goals and dreams and key objectives for some reason. Some people love to be there where they are. Some people believe that solutions going to be provided and given by somebody else. But what I'd like to ask you, Rania, would you mind to introduce our audience? Who is Rania? Okay. So thank you once again, Mario, for having me on. I'm very honored to be here with you today. Thank you. Um, so I am a half Sudanese, half Palestinian individual. I came to Australia when I was nine years. Um, it wasn't easy for us to migrate and assimilate into our new home, but we did it. Um, it was a huge sacrifice and a huge sacrifice, especially for my parents to leave their hometown, leave their family, leave their friends and, you know, take on this huge step, not just for us, but for our future as well. So credit goes to them for taking that step. Um, I'll forever be grateful for it. And I am, I am where I am today because of them. So when I came here, I continued my studies, primary school, high school, and then 
I decided to pursue, you know, further education in law. I did what a typical, you know, Sudanese girl does, <laughs> Syrian girl does, <laughs> and, you know, six years of uni and another six months of a diploma. So we finished that off and then, you know, I started working. I was hit with the corporate environment. Um, it was a huge change. It was, you know, an experience on its own. And I moved up the ladder. I was worked in a suburban firm for a f you know for a while. I then moved on to Sydney CBD, where you know another huge change in the corporate environment. And throughout my work and you know my networking and my connections with people, I actually became introduced to St Michael's Mills, which is a charitable organisation, and I started doing my charity work with them. But before that, I actually started my work solo. So that's me in a nutshell. Um, that's a great resume, I must say. No <laughs> Thank <asked>. you. <laughs> but before we take a break, arriving at age nine yep. to country which is not yours, and they speak different language, I know. Yep. Um, what was your biggest fear from the day you arrived in Australia? What was your biggest fear from that age before you start going to the let's university well i'm not scared of flying so i wasn't scared of the airplane <laughs> <laughs> but my biggest fear was not fitting in okay not yeah in. Why, why was that is not fitting in it's um because we didn't we didn't expect australia to be such a multicultural country yes um and it wasn't as multicultural as it is now yes so that was a big fear for me and not fitting in at school um i didn't have strong language skills at all my parents barely knew any you know any english words yeah. so that for us was a huge obstacle um but we had family here and we had friends that supported us and got us through that and i look back and i think how was I able to do all that homework? How was I able to, you know, to get to where I am? But somehow I just did. And we're going to leave it right there because that's my next question. How did you did it? And what makes you more hungrier than anybody else to reach your goals? Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Live 90.5, live the battlefield with Mario Beckes and our guest Rania. Later on, Amir Michelle, Avendik, Goni coming on second hour. Stay with us. You're going to be glad you did it. Alive 90.5. Every time you come around, you know I can't say no. Every time the sun goes down, I let you take control.
night Sending alone Conversations with a stranger I barely know Swearing this will be the last But it probably won't I got nothing left to lose Or use Or do my bad habits Lead to white eyes Home Loans is your trusted mortgage broker. We focus on providing you with personal service and expert advice to help you find the home loan which best suits your requirements. Ranging from first home loans, refinancing, investment home loans, self-employed home loans, debt consolidation and SMSF loans. With a large network of lending institutions at our fingertips, we can assist you in making a well-informed decision that will save you time and money. Call us on 1300 562 649. Australian Credit Licence 504481. Station Sponsor. We are Invictus Partners, an Australian company specialising in checking software usage across the major vendors like SAP, Oracle, IBM, Microsoft and VMware. Are you looking to reduce your software fees? Are you worried about being audited? Are you migrating to the cloud? Do you need help working out your software usage versus entitlements? Contact us at Invictus Partners today before you get hit with a compliance fine. Go to www.invictuspartners.com to arrange a no-obligation discussion to see how we can help you. Station sponsor. Welcome back to the studio. You're listening live in the Butterfield with Mario. So what is this show about? It's presented by me, Managing Director of Inside Intelligence Group, ex-military diplomatic and security intelligence services specialist and now best-selling author. And I like to call myself Ambassador for Humanity, activist and Ambassador for Humanity. This podcast and radio show deliver a stimulating, original and new perspective coupled with the insights, tactics, tools and routines that you can use to live more effectively as your best self in this challenging world. Ultimately, Live the Battlefield talks about most important concerns we all have. How to have hope, to cope, how to survive and thrive in 2022 and beyond. And today our guest in studio, Rania, she shared this with us. Arriving at age nine in Australia from Sudan. Not knowing language, not knowing nobody, her parents, and she says the she says this very bravely. That her parents never spoke English and communication was very low, but yet she reached her bachelor and beyond in law and become the lawyer. So, Rania, before we took the break, we spoke about something um, about obstacles and fears, and you told us that that was the biggest fear, you're never going to fit in society. Like, it's, it's okay. that's normal, I think, for everybody who comes from different backgrounds and, and environments like myself. But tell me, why didn't you give up? Why did you why you become persistent, you know, to finish the school and then you go to university, become the lawyer? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I didn't give up because it was a sacrifice that I was willing to do because my parents sacrificed for me. So they came here for our future. They came here for our education and it wasn't something that I was going to let them down in. Mm. Um, it's It's a huge success. I mean... I recall, you know, my father passed away nearly eight years ago from lung cancer. And I recall the last moment I had with him, memorable moment, was at his at my graduation where he was just 
so proud. He had tears of joy, tears of happiness. And, you know, that his daughter has just graduated from law school. It's a huge accomplishment. And at the time, it didn't make sense to me. Oh, like, you know, what's the big deal? It's just a piece of paper and stuff. But being a parent now, I, I really do understand it. And it's a sacrifice that I was willing to make because nothing that I do will ever repay them for what they've done for me and, you know, what they've done for my family and leaving their life behind and coming here for us. So that for me was a gift back to them. Well, if I if I may just add something on this, you say it's a just a piece of paper become the lawyer, right? Well, I I must disagree with you. For you, maybe that's what it is. And you know, you you've been so humble, and so kind, saying this thing. If it's easy, everybody will do it. That's right. And but not everybody does yeah, it <laughs> exactly. So there's a big difference of the people, like you know, like my son. I take example of my son. My son is born here, and he chose to continue education get his uh, degree in medicine becomes a doctor and everything else but he could choose i don't do nothing daddy does well for me mommy on the other hand gives him money as well but it is not the truth you know yeah that point it is i think your dad whatever it is you know and he has a full right to be very very you know thankful and grateful you know for 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 bringing you this world and you know what I mean because you are just extension because we all going through the would you agree we all go through the some type of sacrifice in life your parents sacrifice a lot leaving the home and then coming country they don't language and now and pushing themselves and you know giving you something so tell us something so you become the lawyer yeah I've got the piece of paper piece of paper and then what did you say this is gonna be lower than all the answer. It's a new lawyer in the city or what? Oh, well, my dad, you know, he took photos of the paper <laughs> left, right and center and showed it to everyone and said, yes. look, my daughter's now a lawyer. She's a lawyer, call her for anything. So I had everyone literally calling me for everything, which is great. Um, but yeah, so the next step was to find a job in the legal industry, which is a mission um, because most jobs require you to have, you know, experience. But how can I have experience when I've just graduated? Um, I wasn't fortunate, like a lot of people at uni that were able to do internships and, you know, go on free legal placement because I had to work two jobs to support my family. Can you can you just explain to me? So young graduate, yep. finishing law, he's working two jobs to support the family. Yep. Would you agree with me that people when sees you now, they're gonna say like, oh, it's easy for her. You know, she has a family, she's a lawyer. Mm -hmm. You know I mean? has a good lifestyle, but nobody will actually ask, how was your life before? No, no, no nobody does. Mm -hmm. uh, people do, but people just, some people see what they choose to see. So. So tell me, what two jobs did you done and why was that? Uh, okay, please. so I started my first job when I was actually 14 years. Um, my first job was at a chicken shop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was literally flipping burgers and frying chips. That job was, it was a backbone for me. Mm. You know, I was making $7 an hour and I was there for nine years. Um, people think, why a chicken shop? You could have been a clerk, you could have been in a law office or, you know, something. Yeah, well, why chicken shop? Well, why chicken shop? Because... Well, the food was good. Okay. <laughs> the Is food that the promotion was good. Of, your, of your cooking skills? <laughs> That's right. Um, it gave me the hours that I that I needed to support yes. my family. I, I had grandparents overseas that I also needed to support. 
um, because they were going through a rough time. Yeah. Um, so I didn't forget about that either. I didn't just leave Sudan and, you know, my grandparents behind. It wasn't like that for me. And then when I was eventually able to find a job that didn't need 10 years experience, I started as a, as a legal assistant. Um, so it was chicken shop and legal assistant. Two very different jobs, but a good mix, <laughs> I think. I believe that people, um, when, when you're listening, people around ourselves, and particularly if you go on a, on a social media, and, and we spoke about this just recently about social media, we're going to touch this. Yeah. Everybody's a dead general. Everybody knows everything. Everybody has the tips, advice, how to run life. Particularly celebrities and actors, they know what you need to do to be successful in life. But that being said, it, it's very difficult uh, for anybody to comprehend uh, the life like yourself. And for that one, I really, really admiring and that's how I introduced you because after I read your biography and your curriculum and I think myself there's a much more than just being the lawyer and the mother and the wife you know coming at age nine in this country and building career yeah so how did you establish yourself in, in a law firm then when did you left the chicken shop where did you say goodbye chicken nuggets a hello hello the oh, law I, firm. I still go back from time to time oh, okay. <laughs> I really miss those chips. <laughs> you know what I'm admiring you? I'm admiring you that you saying these things. Yeah. Because people love to project. Would you agree with me that people will project the things how they like to be perceived? Successful, yep. rich, good looking. No, okay, I can't I can't do nothing but my look matter. <laughs> but you why you come back in chicken shop again? Sorry? Because the back? food is good <laughs> <laughs> and I get to see my friends. <laughs> ah, okay. So when was a <clears throat> Like a full time, you know, you you left the chicken shop, but then you yep. like dedicate yourself continuously to be the yep. lady in black. Are you wearing the black things in the court, right, or things? Yeah? Uh yeah, yeah. yes, you yeah. you oh you should. It's out yeah, of respect. Should, okay. Um, so I left the chicken shop right after, or actually right before I graduated from law school. Okay. At that time was when I was able to get a full time job, um, as a paralegal, and then. Pretty much right after my dad had passed away, I was able to get a full-time job as a solicitor. So a graduate solicitor, which was a huge milestone. Yes. Um, and I'm forever thankful to that employer for taking me on and teaching me and nurturing me because that milestone in my life was a big step and it helped me incredibly to become who I am today. So if you're listening, thank you. <laughs> Um, and then I was there for about four years before I moved on to the CBD. And I was in the CBD for about three years before I had my second child. And I decided that I need the flexibility with two kids, two young kids. And I can't commit to, you know, a full-time job with an employer. I can't commit to timesheets. So that's when I made the decision that I'm going to go solo and set up my own law practice. You know what, I, I'm just, I, I try to find the words to express how privileged I am for having in the studio. Thank you. Yeah, for that, and, and as in everybody, for the listeners, I never met Rania before. Rania, she's been uh, referred to me to the good friend of mine, Grace. And the reason I say I'm, why I'm honored because because you have this, um, how to say, the your paramount it is being humble and kind. 
and people have forgot what that means. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening live 90.5 live the battlefield with Mario Beckis. We take a short break to our guest Rania. What's on at Workers? Enjoy free live music every Saturday night at Workers Blacktown, every Saturday night and Sunday afternoon at Workers Sports, and every Sunday afternoon at Workers Hubertus. Plus, enjoy a full range of dining facilities. Visit the website at www.workersclub.com.au for the full music schedule, plus plenty of other activities including raffles, bingo, promotions and fun events. Workers is your club. Station sponsor. Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends, but, you know, who understands those rap guys? They only talk to her because she looks like a total prostitute, okay? I mean, her butt is just so big. I can't believe it's just so round. It's like out there. I mean, gross. Look, she's just so black. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. Yeah, when a girl walks in with an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get sprung. Wanna pull up tough because you notice that butt was stuck. The jeans she's wearing I'm hooked and I can't stop staring Oh baby, I wanna get whipped up And take your picture My whole boy's trying to warn me But that butt you got makes me so horny Ooh, rump of smooth skin You say you wanna get in my bins? Well use me, use me Cause you ain't that average groupie I seen her dancing To hell with romancing She's sweat, wet Got it going like a turbo vet I'm tired of magazines Saying flat butts all the thing Rich black man and ask him that She gotta pack much back So fellas, yeah, fellas, yeah Cause your girlfriend got your butt Hell yeah. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it Shake, it. shake that healthy butt Baby got ballet Now here's my scandal, I wanna get you home And uh, double up, uh, uh I ain't talking about Playboy Cause silicone parts are made for toys I want them real thick and juicy So find that juicy double Mix a lot's in trouble Begging for a piece of that bubble So I'm looking at rock videos Knock me bimbos, walking like hoes You can have them bimbos I'll keep my women like Flojo A word to the thick soul sisters I wanna get with ya I won't cuss or hit ya But I gotta be straight when I say I wanna Till the break of dawn Baby got it going on A lot of simps won't like this song Cause them punks like to hit and quit it And I'd rather stay and play Cause I'm long and I'm strong And I'm down to get the friction on So ladies, ladies If you wanna roll my Mercedes Then turn around, stick it out Even white boys got the shout Baby got back Baby got back Yeah baby When it comes to females Cosmo ain't got nothing to do with my selection 36, 24, 36. <laughs> Only if she's 5'3. So your girlfriend rolls a Honda. Playing workout tapes by Fonda. But Fonda ain't got a motor in the back of her Honda. My Anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. You can do side bends or sit ups. But please don't lose that butt. Some brothers wanna play that hard role. And tell you that the butt ain't gold. So they toss it and leave it. And I pull up quick to retrieve it. So Cosmo says you're fat. 
Well, I ain't down with that. Cause your waist is small and your curves are kicking. And I'm thinking about sticking to the beanpole dames in the magazines. You ain't it, Miss Thing. Give me a sister, I can't resist her. Red beans and rice didn't miss her. Some knucklehead tried to diss. Cause his girls are on my list. He had game, but he chose to hit him. And I pull up quick to get with him. So, ladies, if the butt is round and you want a triple X throwdown, dial 1 900 mix a lot and kick them nasty thoughts. Baby got back. <laughs> SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered, laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters. An authorised dealer of major brands like Borel, Preference and Quickstep. Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters. Ingrained quality. Are you looking for a home loan? Or refinancing your existing loan? Confused by all the mortgage rigmarole? Not sure where to start? Give Deb a call from Debbie Does Home Loans. With access to over 30 lenders, she can find you the best deal according to your personal situation. Best part is you won't pay a cent for her services. Call Deb on 0449 909 133, the mortgage broker who puts the fun back into finance. DebbieDoesHomeLoans.com.au, station sponsor. And welcome back to the studio. You're listening to live The Battlefield with Mario Beckes. And it's true privilege to have the, our guest Rania in studio with us. Rania, she left her home, Sudan, at age nine and successfully fighting obstacles in life, language, environment, culture, not knowing how to swim. I bet she doesn't know how to swim. Did you know how to swim when you come to Australia? No. Of course, it's here like I was right. <laughs> Ah, okay. No, that's okay. Like we have the life service, uh, life saving uh, services. But then you become the solicitor finally, and you start grinding this in corporate world. What was the cons? Was the pros for the for being in corporate world as a solicitor? What did you saw and what did you experience as a person? Um, the cons was obviously the work hours were crazy. Yeah. Um, but you had to be in it to win it. So the way I saw it was, yes, I had to, you know, be in the office at eight o'clock, and yes, I was coming home sometimes eight, nine o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. But it was short-term pain for long-term gain. Okay. Um, which leads me to the pros, where I was, you know, exposed to a culture, like a, a work culture, work environment, and different types of people, different personalities. Um, the clientele was different, the interactions were different. Yeah. So that also helped me shape part of who I am today and dealing with people and clients in general and understanding what it is that they want and how we can go about getting that for them. So in any moment we become the solicitor, tell me something, what's the difference between reality TV shows <laughs> on the shows on the real life being solicitor? Uh, well, 
We not Harvey Specter. Okay, so like. I don't work with Harvey Specter. That's for yeah, sure. that's that's for sure. But you know, people have the, the high expectations when they uh, they're watching reality TV shows or when they're watching, you know, TV shows like uh, the lawyers. Like usually, you know, they already know the outcome of the of the of the uh, legal proceedings. Yeah. How truthful that it is. Um, from your own experience, Anya. Look, to a certain extent, it has to be truthful because the lawyer needs to know what they're getting into. The lawyer needs to know how to prepare for a matter, um, what are the outcomes that they want to achieve, what can go wrong, what happens if things do go wrong. Mm -hmm. um, it's all about strategy. So, to a certain extent, yes, um, it is, you know, it is on point, but obviously it's not scripted. So yes, that's yeah, that's the major difference. <laughs> that's <a> difference yeah. <laughs> um, but a lot of times, you know, you got to look at who you're dealing with, like the clientele. If you're dealing with a body corporate or you're dealing with a mom and dad, you can't you can't compare apples and oranges in this case because mm. your interaction with these people is is completely different, and it has to be because you're serving you know different needs and different wants. Um, but as a lawyer, you have to know ten steps ahead of you what's happening, what's going to happen, and you need to be able to strategize and implement measures in place to deal with that. So these very challenging games because I've, as you said as a lawyer you need to be steps 10 sorry excuse me 10 steps ahead yeah. but then on the other side you have a you know your position other barista the lawyer or dpp yeah. who as well wants to be 20 steps ahead of you right that's yes. that's how it is yeah? yeah so what happened and what was the decision and reason behind do you start own business the main, the main reason for my decision to start my own business was my family, my children. My family will always come first, whether it's my own business or whether it's working for someone. Um, I just, I realized that at some stage in my life, I just could not, I couldn't work for someone or for an employer because it's just, there was no flexibility. Yeah. And that's understandable. At the end of the day, there is a business to run and, you know, they can't exactly give me the flexibility I need every time my child has a cough or I've got to take them doctors. So I needed the flexibility. I needed to be home with my kids. I needed to be able to um, organize my own work hours and, you know, pick up the kids from school when I can, not have to take, you know, apply yeah. for leave to go and watch my daughter at an assembly. So yes. that was the main reason. And, you know, Having your own business, it's, it's, it's your own accomplishment as well. I mean, at the end of the day, I think about why I came here, you know, why, you know, let's go back to the initial conversation and the sacrifice that my parents, you know, had to go through to bring us here. And this is, you know, you've got your degree, you've got your piece of paper, as we say, but what are we actually doing with that? So for me, this is an achievement on its own, and it's something that I can help myself in and help you know help the community in and hopefully give back to the community through my business and you know not having to uh, I, I can set my own work hours and pick and choose my own clients so that's probably i'd say one of you know one of the main reasons may I ask you it's sort of like a very challenging question for you mm -hmm. being the mother yep. what's the best part of being the mother for you the best part of being a mother yeah is seeing how happy my children are and uh, your your lovely daughter her name it is 
Anabel, she's spying on us on the window. Ladies and gentlemen, we take a short break and we come back after the after the conversation with Rania. Jack, what's your name? Um, Sam. Ah, Sam, nice. Where are you from? Oh, um, I'm from Blacktown, Blacktown, woo, Blacktown, Blacktown, woo, Blacktown City, we love you! Blacktown, Blacktown. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, don't think I've ever been. Show your support and show up. Blacktown City FC, your town, your team. 
We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02882-9837. Insightintelligence.com.au Station sponsor. Every week, House With No Steps helps over 2,000 people with disabilities to make the most of their abilities. We organise meaningful employment, innovative accommodation, activity programs and respite services to give carers a much needed break. We help people with a disability live with dignity and independence. You can support House With No Steps with your donation or enter our art union. Visit hwns.com.au or phone 1800 068 064. With your help, we can do so much more. And welcome back to the studio. Listening live 90.5, live the battlefield with Mario Beckes and my guest Rania. She's with us in studio, sharing her wisdom, her life experience, life lessons for you to be more happier, more successful, and above all, to reach your potentials. So, Rania, we spoke about being solicitor, and you said it's very in a nice way, you know, that's the difference between talking to the people on the court, if you're corporate or if individual, you know, you know, pa- parents and everything else. But as a lawyer, you started new journey on your own. So do you mind to share with our listeners, what is that, what you're building now for yourself? Um, that's, your, that's your own practice, right? Yeah. And what they're going to do, what's the practice about and yep. what services you're going to offer? Okay. So my own practice is a dream come true for me. It's what I like to call my third child. Um, actually, my fifth child. Fifth child. The, <laughs> the third is the husband and the fourth is the dog. Oh, so. okay. So, hello, husband, third child. In yeah. <laughs> so, this is baby number five. Um, I'm helping this baby grow into a vision that I want, which is helping people um, legally. Okay. <laughs> so, I come from a property background. So my practice is mainly property, property-related matters with a bit of strata and, yeah, wherever the law takes me, I guess, in the future years. Mm-hmm. Um, so strata, so that's a, as well challenging part. You know, very challenging. Dealing with it because you're dealing now with just individual, limited corporations, the strata. Yep. And I think I'm going to need your services as well because like, <laughs> it looks like we're coming to that stage where we all need our lawyers. But how they can find you, you know, how they can uh, reach uh, the listeners who need your services. Yep. Is it still is it available right now or there's some time frame where they can start reaching you? Or? Um, well, I haven't really kicked off just yet. I'm still doing all the back-end stuff. Okay. So I don't have a website just yet. Um, okay. I am going to get one very soon. Okay. That's nice. <laughs> but I do have a photo. I have a bio. I have, have a, a bio. <laughs> <laughs> I have a logo and I have a phone number. So if anybody would like to reach me, um, I'm happy to give them my phone number. I'd like uh, to inform that all listeners, please come tonight after 6.30 p.m. on the website live. 905.com.au and search on the section Life the Butterfield is going to be podcast for Rania and you'll be glad you 
kontaktah everybody who has a needs in strata corporations all around that meta in property uh, yep. yeah property excuse me I'm, i'm still learning as well you know because <laughs> you know everybody has a perception lawyer is a lawyer but everybody yeah. every lawyer is like a um like a doctor specialist in something right you yes I mean? so like we can't be we can't be lawyer and everything right so it's correct you know, so that's your specialty but before we finish this interview and yeah you know despite all your rough childhood and call rough because it's difficult for anybody to comprehend being nine years old live the one country one language one environment you know family cousins nephews list goes on come in different environment where you are need to fight for acceptance and need to fight for your rights and yeah like a song um but yet your director was something very very successful and i like to share with our listeners that despite you having five children and the third one is your husband right so like <laughs> he's listening now he's going to say like what oh, you he say sure this? is <laughs> listening <laughs> he's probably <laughs> laughing right now <laughs> no i know he's 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 generally happy for that one but your yeah. generosity and kindness doesn't end there and looking at you in the studio i can say that you're one of the most genuine kind people i've met so far in my life you know it's 49 is thank you on my, on my back and you know i met so much so many people but the point I try to make you don't show this in public yet you're doing this quietly silently not exposing the social media you're director of the charity which is called St Michael's St Michael's Mills St Michael Mills yep. can you share with us why you're doing this and what is St Michael's Mills okay. represent so i actually started my charity work solo before joining St Michael's Mills yes I was in the office one day um it was in 2019 and I thought you know what Christmas is coming up what's something charitable that I could do and I thought you know I can donate to World Vision I can donate you know to a charity but what if I organize a ch- like what if I organize an initiative and I thought Christmas time what are kids like they like toys okay how can we get them toys where can we where can we give it to them and I thought why don't we get some toys and donate it to the hospitals. Yes. And it honestly started out with a simple message to my friends and my family members and my colleagues and before we knew it we had over a thousand toys. Yes. We had over four four hospitals to donate to. And one of the hospitals we went to they didn't have anything organized for the kids during Christmas time. And we walked in and the nurse actually said to us she said I was just on the phone with the ward manager and I was saying to the ward manager we have no toys to give to these kids that are staying with us during the Christmas period and here you guys are with all these toys. So that was a very 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 rewarding moment for me. Um because that initiative that I you know that I thought of on my own actually led to my local church getting involved with it and getting the youth members and the little children involved. and it was something that my daughter was so proud to be involved in yes she wanted half the toys but <laughs> that's normal <laughs> that's normal um but you know when we walked in and you know pre covid times and we were able to walk into the ward and give the kids the toys the smiles on their faces absolutely amazing it's priceless and in you know in the, during the recent lockdown period my mother was staying with us and you know she was so lonely because she couldn't see the rest of her kids she couldn't see the rest of her grandkids and i thought 
Imagine how many other people in that community are in the same position as her. You know, imagine how many other people can't, you know, go to the shops at the moment and get what they need because they're scared of catching something or they're scared of, you know, being in contact with someone. So I thought about putting some care packages together, you know, some milk, some rice, some biscuits and, you know, distributing it to, to the local community. Again, it was a simple text message and the number of donations we received was absolutely amazing. We extended that initiative to not just the elderly or, you know, the vulnerable. We extended to single parents um, and, and people that we didn't even know, but we knew that they needed. So one of the person I actually, one of the people I actually gave the package to, and I didn't know at the time, was a member of St. Michael, is still a member of St. Michael's Mills. And he said, you know, why don't you join? Why don't you join us, St. Michael's Mills? And I said, what's St. Michael's Mills? I've never even heard of it. <laughs> And then I, I think they had hunted you, like actually they knew you. <laughs> yes, I'm like what is this? So you know, I read about it and I had a meeting with them, and as you know, a typical lawyer does with her lawyer hat on all the time. You know, I asked the questions, and before I knew it, I joined. And my latest initiative, which was um, the Christmas toy drive through St Michael's Mills, we were able to not only donate toys but we were able to also donate over four thousand dollars to the orphan children in sudan so you know i am grateful for their support and i do promote what we have because i know that it's genuine and that it is you know all about helping people so i'm actually now in the process of setting up a homeless food drive in liverpool so we do that every second week um two weeks ago my mum and i were cooking for about three hours and We've got one tomorrow and yeah, we're looking forward to it. So that's that's that, but we also want to extend our charity work to not just, you know, children and the homeless food drive, but having something where we can check in on the elderly, check in on those that are lonely. Um, so that's my next project. <laughs> that's my sixth baby. <laughs> Usually there's no moments in my life when I'm very quiet, except when I need to listen. <laughs> I need to listen, right? Um, but it was a true pleasure to listen to you. What amazes me continuously, and that's the reason why I loved working radio and my podcast, to talk to people like yourself for one simple reason. The true unsung business heroes and true life heroes, they don't wear their capes. They are not flashy on Instagram, on social media, Facebook, whatever you want to call them, these channels. Instead of this, they're doing the, the work. And on behalf of everybody you help us so far, you, your family, because making those meals, it's not just the time you're making the meals, you're taking that time from your husband, from your children, anybody else to provide other ones. So thank you, Rania, on behalf of everybody you help us so far. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to say, ladies and gentlemen, come on the website tonight after 6.30 p.m. And please tune in this awesome radio show interview with Rania is going to be available for you please join the hands and help Rania on her quest to help those who need the most and Rania thank you very much for being our guest today thank you Mario Say hello, hello to the rest of your family and uh, the, the oldest child your husband so you know, he's <laughs> going to be happy to hear your voice so thank you for being with us today in studio thank you for your kindness and being humble at the same time Thank As for you. the chicken shop, we're going to talk this about some other time. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We take a short break, and after the break, we come with a new guest. Thank you. Yeah. 
Every Friday night from nine, turn back the clock to remember those classic hits of the 50s. Ring, ring, goes the bell. 60s. And the 70s. Beside me. 